Hashtag SAFMBTH. 25 minutes after 3 o'clock, we're in conversation next with SABC News uh, International News reporter Kailitha Kumalo. The BRICS political parties plus dialogue has kicked off in Johannesburg, hosting over 50 political parties from the BRICS nations, including various other countries interested in joining BRICS, with various commissions expected to take place over the next uh, three days. The theme this year is BRICS and Africa Partnership for Mutually Accelerated Growth, Sustainable Development and Inclusive Growth. Kailitha Kumalo now joining us on the line. Kaya, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Speak to us about um, the significance of this event and also uh, were you able to spot any political parties from countries that are interested in joining BRICS? Well, certainly. A very good afternoon to you, Aldrin. So it's been quite a very interesting session today because obviously, I mean, these are BRICS nations really gearing up for that all-important summit in August. But in essence, today, what you got from the very opening, you know, uh, ceremony all the way down to now the media briefing that is about to be given by the ANC first uh, Deputy Secretary General, Nambula Mokonyan. So you just got a sense, you know, there was a point where the ANC Deputy President Paul Mashadili was speaking, and to all intents and purposes, defending South Africa's non-alignment stance when it comes to Russia-Ukraine conflict, but also talking about the importance of BRICS, especially in this era of the very just uh, the shift in geopolitics, where there's so much happening globally in terms of the alliances that are changing, but also talk about the issue of making sure that uh, these countries within the BRICS bloc should be able to rise to the occasion uh, and be this very important platform to create new solutions, whether you look looking at the issue of uh, funding for countries through their new development bank, which is a very key institution for BRICS, because uh, others were saying it's going to counter your Bretton Woods institutions like your International Monetary Fund and World Bank, but also quite a number of political parties in attendance in Bretton Eldrin. You're talking about uh, the United Party from Russia. You're talking about the Communist Party from China, the BJP from India, but also you also do have the National Indian Congress, which is very interesting because it is an opposition party. And we do know in the context of South Africa, the ANC made it very clear that those parties who are hostile towards the party, the likes of EFF, the DA, you know, they won't be allowed or given an invitation. So they won't be given an invitation to attend the BRICS summit? So certainly not. So mainly these are parties that are sympathizing with the cause of the ANC, but also within the Southern African region as well, you have a strong attendance uh, from the likes of Pudemo from Mesotini, albeit a banned party because of the current political tension there. But also you do have ZANU-PF from Zimbabwe, you have SAPA from Namibia. So Something also that is quite interesting, Aldrin, here in this regard, is this talked about issue of this expansion of BRICS. In mm-hmm. fact, the Chinese representative from the Communist Party said, this is actually good for Africa because it all started in 2010 when they added S with uh, the addition of South Africa, saying that once again, it's, it's quite important to expand BRICS so that we boost trade and, and be able to uh, to counter the hegemony of the Western world. Yeah, Is that part of the so-called BRICS reform agenda? 
Very much so, Alvin, because you look at the very founding pillars of BRICS. I mean, the issue of the transformation of the global institution of governance, it's always been a very primary issue. Whether you look at uh, the United Nations Security Council, it's always a very main issue. As much as you do have Russia and of uh, the UN Security Council, but this is always a very primary issue. But also another very important issue, Aldrin, will have to be around trade in, in terms of the usage of the local currencies uh, as opposed to the use of the US dollar. That They call it a de-dollarization. So that's another very important issue that the parties will be looking at over the course of the three, of the three days. And we do understand that once they're done, there'll be a declaration. And that declaration will be taken to the heads of state uh, to consider, in fact, to quote the ANC DSG, she said this is a cooking phrase so that when the heads of state are meeting next month, uh, they, you know, they just find it very easy to consolidate. But also something that everybody will be asking around Eldrin will be around the attendance of the Russian President Vladimir Putin. We know that South Africa is still going through the process uh, in light of that particular warrant of arrest by the International Criminal Court. So we spoke to a, a senator from Russia who said, look, he can't really say much, but um, you know, in a matter of few days or so, we will know if President Putin will come. Very important one. Thank you so much, Kaili Kumal. And speaking about that, looking at uh, the president's responding ever, David, this is now to the Democratic Alliance's um, quest to have um, government state publicly what will happen if Vladimir Putin arrives in the country. And the president, in one of um, the responding ever, David, says that um, it, when it comes to prayer number three that the DA is looking for, it says that the relief sought in prayer three is incompetent because the warrant um, of arrest issued by the ICC is is provisional and does not fall within Section 8 of the Implementation Act. The warrant is therefore not governed by the procedure in Section 8. The DA could have established this fact before launching this application. It failed to do so. It's a minute after half past three.